Hello and welcome to The Inside Story, a mini-series from the producers of Allure's The Science of Beauty podcast. I'm Diana Mazzone, Allure's Senior Beauty Editor, and I'll be your guide as we dissect the why, how, and what's in it for me of some of the buzziest ingredients in beauty. Today, we'll be learning all about the main structural protein of our skin. We're talking collagen, baby. Actually, babyhood is a perfect place to start. Your body comes equipped with many different types of collagen that serve as building blocks for structures like tendons and cartilage that help support your joints and hold tissues together. It's fitting then that the name collagen comes from the Greek word kala, meaning glue. Simply put, the protein helps hold your body together. Thanks, collagen! And the reason we're here today is because collagen makes up about 80% of our skin. If your skin is a mattress, collagen is most of the foam or springs inside and actually most of the bed frame too. We have it to thank for our skin structure, its contours, resilience, and firmness, or lack thereof. Because unfortunately, our body's natural collagen supply becomes less plentiful over time, beginning at around age 20. Here's dermatologist Melanie Palm on why that is. When you think about how collagen changes as we age, you really need to think about two buckets, intrinsic and extrinsic aging. So. Intrinsic aging means how we are genetically programmed to age over time. And so as our bodies march along through the decades, our cellular machinery does not produce proteins and different building blocks as readily and as robustly as it once did. So in terms of intrinsic aging, how we're genetically programmed, collagen does change in terms of the level of production that we make of new collagen over time. The other important factor to consider is how we extrinsically age our collagen. And this is really environmental changes. So environmental assaults throughout the day, our most important one is light. And the most important of that is UV or ultraviolet exposure. UV exposure on collagen really causes conformational changes or changes in its ultrastructural makeup that really changes it from being a functional, organized, and linear structure. So kind of think of building blocks or building logs to a very tangled mess of spaghetti. And the aesthetic result of all that spaghetti-like collagen is that once bouncy, taut skin begins to look wrinkled and saggy. there are steps you can take to help lessen the impact of those extrinsic factors, like using sunscreen, at least in SPF 30, and yes, every single day, year-round, no exceptions. But as you accumulate more birthdays, there's very little you can do to make up for time doing its thing on your collagen. I know what you're thinking, but what about those creams that say they have collagen in them? Palm says they're a no-go, literally. If you want to, you can apply collagen topically. However, it is a very large protein and there is a limit of the size that a particle can be for it to actually get absorbed through the stratum corneum, which is the very top layer of the top layer of the skin called our epidermis, and then used biologically within the skin. So collagen is much, much, much too large of a protein to get actually actively absorbed into the skin. So it would be quite an ineffective way of trying to deliver collagen newly into the dermis of your skin. 
I know that isn't exactly what you wanted to hear, but don't worry, I've got good news. There are ways to stimulate your body's own collagen production. One technique that should only be practiced by a board-certified dermatologist is to create micro-wounds on the skin, prompting new collagen to form in response. That's how both microneedling devices and many lasers work, and why there's often some recovery time involved. That said, there are a host of other in-office methods like chemical peels and radiofrequency devices that Palm says stimulate collagen production by a variety of other means. So consult your doctor to see what's right for you. So we've established that there are many ways to ramp up your collagen with the help of a dermatologist. But you can also boost collagen in the comfort of your own bathroom by using topical ingredients that stimulate its production. Studies show that chief among them are vitamin A derivatives like retinol. Palm says this class of ingredients upregulate our skin's retinoid receptors, which stimulates biologic activities including, you guessed it, collagen growth. And while collagen itself is a protein that cannot penetrate the skin due to its molecular size, Palm says there are other types of proteins that are small enough. Peptides in particular are short chains of amino acids, which are the building blocks of proteins. Their presence induces the skin to produce more proteins, thus stimulating collagen production. Of course, our conversation wouldn't be complete if we didn't address the stuff celebrities like Jennifer Aniston and Gwyneth Paltrow have said they swear by. Ingestible collagen. If you're a regular Allure reader, you may have noticed we don't often cover this stuff because there simply hasn't been enough research done to prove that collagen powders, gummies, and drinks are worth your while. Palm feels the same way, but new research has prompted her to take another look. Interestingly, in the Journal of Drugs and Dermatology in 2020, there was the first published article demonstrating that ingested collagen peptides or powder did show a marked increase in upregulation of collagen production within the dermis. So now I like to tell patients it's really just comes down to a good protein source. Collagen, when we ingest it, it's a large protein and our gut and our stomach acids breaks that down into more elemental parts such as amino acids. It then is at the discretion of your body how it chooses to reform all these little building blocks or amino acids. It could form collagen, it could form tissue in the heart, it could form reparative cells or nerve cells, it could help form bone. And so having a good source and having that in your diet if it's through collagen powder, I think gives that raw source of protein to be able to build new building blocks of helpful structural proteins in our body, such as collagen in our skin. As Palm is alluding to, far more research is needed before we can make any sweeping statements about the benefits of ingestible collagen. So for now, continue to approach the products you see all over your social media feeds with a healthy degree of skepticism. And be sure to eat enough protein. Next week on The Inside Story, we'll be exploring a vitamin that's said to benefit your hair, skin, and nails. We'll see about that. Catch you then. You can find additional information about today's topic in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to Allure's The Science of Beauty podcast so you don't miss a minute. Special thanks to Allure's editorial leads Monica Perry and Soini Driscoll, lead researcher Westry Green, and Ginny Media's audio production team, producer Ginny Saraswati, and audio editor Ashley Tuff. 
The theme music is by Asha Ivanovich.